It's not going to be good, is it? Uh, welcome to episode 218 of the Mighty Whites podcast. I'm Jack, as always, joined by KC. The end is here. Ah, cool. At least you went for a different reference. I, my, mine is just uh, no distance left to run. Going <laughs> <around in there. laughs> ah, that was like a classic Premier League years. Just showing mm. teams near the drop zone that are inevitably about yeah. to get relegated. If I remember rightly, it's from like 99 when Wednesday are going down. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's all of these inquests into oh, what happened. And I'm sure that Mr. Adrizali must be looking at himself and hiring and keeping out of us so long and just going, well, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions, who could have seen this coming? Uh, should we just get straight into the game that, let's be honest, we barely watched? Yeah. Um, I, d- I did not watch this. I saw none of the goals live. And to this moment, I've only seen two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I have seen a bit I'm currently talking and watching the other two. Yeah. Um, I was watching, I was watched, I watched more of it on a phone than you did. Uh, basically, as anyone who follows us on Twitter will know, we were in Castellon off on our pilgrimage to go watch Pablo Hernandez play. And this game was the next day, but it turned out bars in Castellon weren't particularly accommodating when it came to putting on football for the English. Uh, everyone was very nice about it, but firmly saying no. Uh, so we ended up on the phone. There really wasn't many places showing football at all because... Uh... What's it, Vallecano were on. And there still weren't many places showing that. No, that's true, actually. It just it just it's one of the problems when you go to a less touristy place, I suppose. But we did watch bits. Um and you know, from what we could see when we were watching the start of the game on the phones, Leeds started pretty well. I mean, they had the majority of the play. Harrison had one save that was a decent effort, and then Leeds go 1-0 up after about a quarter of an hour. Weston McKenney launches in a long throw. Dreadful defending from West Ham as they just let the ball drop. And Rodrigo smashes in a volley. And a very seldom seen goal, a volley from a throw-in. Yeah, you don't see many. Uh, we did then have a discussion in the pub about when the last time we scored from a long throw. like Not a knockdown, like the first touch from a long throw. And I seem to remember we scored one from a Connor Wickham long throw, but I don't remember who scored it. It's clearly lost to time. But yeah, it was a good goal. It was a belting goal from Rodrigo. Gave us that chance. Second game in a row where, you know, it's very important to score the first goal in games like this and we do it. We get ourselves into a strong position. And Leeds are on top. I don't know if you heard any of Allardyce's comments there, but... And, I mean, this might be him making things up slightly, but I doubt But there's probably some truth to it. He was saying that David Moyes was saying, I can't believe you guys aren't 3-0 up. I, I mean, just just watching the highlights, we, we created some decent chances, but, but also by the looks of things, we hit the target three times in the, between kick-off and a scoring and didn't seem to hit the target again after that. No, there really wasn't very much... Um... Like it was just I think I mean we've got in front we've got ourselves into a nice position. West Ham have sod all to play for and don't want to get injured ahead of the European finals, so they're not really going for it. Everything is fine, and basically, from what like the half hour mark onwards, we just stopped. Yeah, like we just we just seem to stop playing everything that we were doing well we stopped doing well like we was we weren't bad for the rest of the first half but we certainly dropped off uh on the goal uh bowen picks the ball up deep plays it inside uh it's a bit of a weird mix-up because they've pushed players forward so F- bowen is actually going at adam forshaw and bowen sets off running and i don't <laughs> think forshaw i don't think forshaw could have done anything about it if he did track the runner because of the difference in pace between them. But, I mean, he never even sees him. And he just runs into the middle. And there's no one within 10 yards of him. He pulls it back to Declan Rice, whom there's no one within five yards of. He sort of slightly scuffs it in. 
Um, if Joe Lobles had got there, his dive is so weird that he's two and a half yards behind the line anyway, so he wouldn't have been able to save it. Uh, it was just a, another typical Leeds poor goal to concede. I don't even know why we fucking go through him. Like, it's the same bastard story all season. <laughs> like, it just shines. Having watched this, you'd almost be convinced that we've spent this season playing with a man down. How many times you see, oh my God, they have so much space. And and look, I was never, you know, I, I, th- I think the, the man-to-man marking system got very exposed at times. Yeah. And, and I'm all for zonal marking. Just do it. But, but yeah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> You got to be still near someone. Yeah, I've always I've said it a few times on here. It is true. Yeah, when the zonal markings, when the man-to-man marking went completely wrong, it got badly exposed, especially if you're against teams with better players, and you couldn't keep going like that. But at least I could understand what was going wrong. This, it's just there's just nothing there, and the, like the second half has been roundly panned by everyone. There was just nothing. No redeeming features at all. Somerville had the one break where he went through from a good pass and it got sort of a knockback. You know, ricochets back and Aronson like slices it up in the air. He basically has a shot from 15 yards that doesn't reach for six yard box. No, it spins to the edge of the, it spins to like the corner of the penalty area and whoever it is that was in goal catches it it's it's absolute madness um yeah i to to paint a timeline here um leads went 2-1 down there was the var check which i must admit when i mean obviously they've checked it in real time maybe i've just got leads eyes in but in real time god that looked offside (laughs) yeah and uh, and at that point, I went for a walk to a McDonald's. Yeah, you literally did get up from where we were drinking. <laughs> I just, and I go thought, off. Season's done, mate. It's over. Yeah. Like I, for whatever, <laughs> for whatever reason, I didn't have the optimism that I, I think I had in in the Newcastle game. And and that's and and I think it's because we'd been out of it for. For such a long period, whereas there was no real prolonged period of Newcastle dominance in that game. Um, no, but, but in this, from just from what I was reading, and the just, bits on phones, this, <laughs> this, this, this game is done. We're, we're not getting back into this now. Yeah, well, I've got it here. I've then where against Newcastle there was still fight. Leeds reverted to Gracia and just fell to bits. Like there was. There was nothing. I mean, yeah, yeah uh, Lanzini scores at the end after some of the most embarrassing defending you'll ever see in your life. I don't even need to get into the specific. Having just watched that, by the way, very odd that you look up and the... You we let so a team good. score from trying to time waste in the corner. They, they were in the corner. We seem to have one man in the penalty area, and it was our right back. But not like, because we had everyone pushed up and we were pushing for a goal, just because reasons. Um, there was just fucking nothing, was there? Um, I think the most telling things came after the game. Uh, Luke Ayling's interview, basically saying they had nothing left to go again after the first half, because as we've been saying oh. for a few, because as we've been saying for, well, they're clearly mentally shot. But also, I do. I just can't help thinking, yeah, they were over. Tra- we said it last time. Yeah, overtraining, all of that. It's bad for you, blah blah blah. But it's better than this, where they apparently aren't doing any. Uh, absolutely. And... It's that thing again of the, the, the every every way you you phrase this. In eighteen months, we've gone from the most most beautiful football I've ever watched Leeds play to to some of the absolute dirt worst. We've gone from having the fittest team in the league to the, one of the unfittest. You've gone from having this mentally strong team that's fallen to bits because yeah. 
Christ, we, we haven't replaced leadership. We haven't improved key positions. Just it's, it's absolutely awful to watch because you, especially when you're looking at Luke Ayling, who I fucking love that man. But we, we really needed to upgrade on him and, and it probably needed to happen last season. Yeah, well, he, he shouldn't still be in the team. Everyone knows that. No, I think he, like... and you know the way you talk. I think he knows that. Well, I mean, he can't be under the like. He can't be under the impression that Rasmus Christensen wasn't brought in to replace him. Yeah. So the fact, like, it, it's that it's that double edged sword for him at this point of like, well, the manager clearly wanted to get me out of the team, but I'm also being called upon because this guy wasn't good enough. Yeah. Like, and there's only so much I'll show you you can give. Yeah, it was weird. And then the comment that pissed me off the most, just in terms of, you know, like after the Newcastle game went, overall we played pretty well, two all's a decent result. However, Sam Allardyce did do two bits of unequivocally shit management that anyone could have seen. Well, after the game, there was another one here with the, well, we had to leave Rodrigo up top limping around when he clearly wasn't fit because I didn't have any forwards on the bench. While I don't care how if you don't think he's that good, there's a £35 million forward sat on that bench. There's also Sam Greenwood. Yeah, just fucking bring on a... Su- it's no, None it's, so up front. One it's, of not them. A, it's not a coincidence that that's when we were at as absolute worst, when we had nothing up front. Because like, we had a guy basically with one fucking leg. And I don't it, care it how much of a pro- point. It, it, I don't care if he's trying to prove a point. You you can prove a point eight games into a season. You can prove a point to an extent away at Sutton in the FA Cup by picking a really weak side. As much as it pissed me off when he did it. That is exactly what I thought. By the way, we've got two games left to fucking save ourselves, and he's doing so. It's a right cunt trick. I'm sorry, it's just fucking ridiculous. But what, like, that's it. What point is he proving when he's? When he's already going to be walking away from this, not my fault, Gov. Like that's that's the point he's making. Not my fault. I, I'm sorry, as a fo- as, and it as isn't a... his fault. Still, try your fucking best. But that's not even his best, though. Like if you're <laughs> yeah. saying, if you turn around, and looked and gone, ah, leave it. You know, if, like that's that's just not trying your best. You and if you're there for four games, and. Clearly, at this point, you know he he will have come into this fully aware that the like the man who hired him probably won't be there at the start of next season. Hmm. So the chances are he won't be there. Grand. If you have such an issue with with the the way this squad has been built, bear in mind the man who built it was gone before you got here. Yeah. What? Who are you proving a point to exactly? Like, yeah, it, it, I, just I make, it makes no sense. But you know that it's if nothing, it's really lazy. Like you're a football man. You're too at this point, you're two one down. Yes, you're not playing well, but you can't tell me that that a man who can barely move, and yes, if the ball happens to fall to him in the penalty area, he probably could tuck it away. But we weren't getting there. We weren't getting yeah. in the penalty area. So fuck me. Just I don't know. Put Pascal Strauch up there. I don't yeah. give a shit. Put eleven fit bodies on the pitch. Yeah, like I mean, you look at the subs he made late on. Greenwood for Strauch and Rocker for McKenney. And this isn't actually out to do with the various debates for about Rocker. But you know, if you're two one down with ten minutes left, including stoppage time. I don't care how much Rutter hasn't looked great. If your options are you need a goal and it's Rocker or Rutter in that situation, why are you bringing on Rocker? It, ju- it just makes who's sense. Get, who's he playing the progressive passes to? No one. I mean, at that point, it isn't. there is no midfield at that point. You're just getting the ball forward anyway. So it, it, it just... There was, I mean, look, don't go wrong. Sam Allardyce is so far down the list of people to blame for this. But he really pissed me off with that in press conference after. It was such a shitty thing to say. It's as if, 
Can you remember when when Jose Mourinho was trying to destroy Luke Shaw's career? Yeah. It reminded me. It reminded me of that. It was just like, no, I'm just going to pick on this one guy. <laughs> when Neil Warnock decided, despite being the top goal scorer, Luciano Becchio was absolutely the problem. Yeah. Or blame Tom Lees, for instance. Yes. Or whatever it is. But it just, it was completely needless. Um, so, yeah. This, of course, followed um, shortly before we went into Castellon's ground, just seeing Yerry Mina score the 99th minute equaliser. And then in a match that we did get to watch, because we actually did find a bar with it on, uh, even though we didn't actually ask for it to be put on because we were too pissed off about football to want to watch it, then Newcastle somehow failing to beat Leicester in a game that we should have won about 8-0, based on the way the game went. Uh, and all of that means there are... Lo- there are we could go. Is there any point in the permutations, or is it just easy to say, which means we're fucked? I, I mean, I feel like one of us should... Vaguely believe, and, well, and, basically, and the two of us, it's me. Yeah, I mean, we have to win, Everton have to lose, Leicester have to not win. Yeah, Everton um, are at home to Bournemouth, to Bournemouth with nothing to play to... for. Yes, um, I'm not even sure who Leicester are playing, to be honest now, because I've... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, it's West Ham, isn't it? Yeah, they've got West Ham at home. West Ham, at home, nothing to play for, even closer to a European final. And having seen them against us, West Ham aren't going to be going blood, blood and thunder all out for that. It's just that we still let them win despite that. Um, I, I actually can see us beating Spurs. Because Spurs are Really, not very good at the minute. I can absolutely see us winning on the final day, but I cannot see a world in which we stay up. I genuinely think that there is a very good chance that both Everton and Leicester win their games. Uh, and I haven't yeah, checked the I, odds. I, I haven't checked the odds on this, but I would actually bet that they're both favourites. I think. I think that was one of the one of the big worries about the West Ham game is that we went into that under the under the relatively sound logic of they're probably going to rest quite a few players now they've got two games left and absolutely nothing to play for yeah. and then they just put out the first team they did put out the first team, the thing that I think we didn't factor in was like Declan Rice will want to play because it's going to be his last home game for the club and stuff like that and scored yeah. um, by the way I've just checked they are both odds on to win those games yeah. Um, whereas whereas we aren't even favourites. And the only reason it's close in the odds is because one Spurs are bad and two because Spurs have got nothing to play for, really. The, Spurs, uh, Spurs are eighth, and I don't think they want to leapfrog into seventh and get into the Conference League. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> they'd probably rather avoid it. <laughs> it. I mean, it worked well for Arsenal this year. Mm. Um. Uh, again, going to going back to my old pal, the uh, detailed Premier League is um, Everton are 18th in the home league table, having won five. Bournemouth 13th in the away league table. Um, that's all I've got. Yeah, but there's... It's, again, we discussed this, and this absolutely has Leeds tearing Spurs apart. And then Everton score in the 94th minute and, oh, and I, render it completely pointless. In in the world where all three teams end up winning, we score the first goal of anyone in order to give us that bit of hope so that it hurts more when it happens. Um but yeah, I I just have I've got I've gotten zero hope. Zero at all. Um, yeah. The only way I'm going to even start getting up is if we're either winning or level and someone gets the phone out and both of those teams are like two or three down. Then I'll start to think, oh shit, maybe we've got a chance here. But it's uh, while the rest of it's going on, I just won't. Uh, and I'm, uh, yeah, it probably is just trying to protect yourself from being as sad when it happens, but I don't see a way out of it. 
I mean, if it comes down to it, we have got Everton beat on goal scored. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> make it. Uh, I mean, what would we make? Because is if we have got a bit on goal scored, though. If it's a draw, if they we, draw, and we and... win, and we win three nil, yeah, that's that puts goal difference level. Yeah, so there is a if we batter Spurs, there is a way of us doing it if they both draw. Yeah, but yeah, I just I just can't see it. I'm afraid. Um, I don't. I've I was just glancing at summer, and in the year like 2023, if you take out the FA Cup, Leeds have won three matches. Just it has been such a shit show, and, and honestly, um, in the words of Paul Ellering, when, when you have an old horse, you can either kill it or get rid of it. And uh, Radrizani is uh, probably going to get rid of it in the summer, yeah. We should probably talk about that. Uh, Radrizani is not, it looks like it isn't by himself, but it looks like he's buying Sampdoria. Uh, who are, by the sounds of it, in monumental shit. So this might be one of them where he's buying them for a quid. Because, like, they're in so much debt and they've gone down and they're in in bits. Um, You would think if he's doing that... There has been a couple of stories, admittedly not very credible ones, saying that it's like, oh, no, he wants to have Leeds and Sampdoria... And be a bit potso with Watford and Udinese. I mean, he has. I think he has at times hinted towards a, a, a similar model of of a network of clubs. But yeah. I think uh, it required one of them being in some way, in any way, successful. Ah, oh, no, he's going to have the most successful second tier clubs there are. Yeah. Um. It's if it wasn't for the fact that. He says so much stuff he does. I could almost feel sorry for him. Almost. Because he's ru- he, he, he has ruined a legacy that he could have had. Yeah. Like you say, if he, if, if he sold up to the 49ers at the end of that first season. Even at the end of the second. Yeah. Because we stayed up. Yeah, if only he hadn't put that statement out. Or, yeah, but he... or said... That it would be near impossible. That it would be impossible nope. for us to go. I was going to say, don't be giving him credit, saying near impossible, because near impossible implies it's possible. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't use the word near. Um. Yeah. We. So yeah, we are going to basically go into the summer. We won't know who's. We don't know who owns us. We don't know who's going to own us. We don't know who the director of football is, and we don't know who the manager is slash head coach. Um. The one thing I suppose it's like the one advantage that Southampton had by being so shit that have gone down early is they, I mean, they sorted out Jason Wilcox coming in as new director of football already. They're getting, um, Rob, uh, not Rob Edwards, I mix up Rob Edwards and thingy, the Swansea manager, we're getting in as manager. Oh, I have forgotten his name. His name, his name just completely went then, Russell Martin. The one that was at MK Dons when he was playing a really expansive football and stuff. Hmm. Um, he's Swansea have only been mid-table, but I think there's definitely some uh, like a chance to progress there. There's an identity with his football and stuff. And whoever it is we get next season, regardless of whether we miraculously stay in the Premier League or the far more likely scenario that we're in the Championship, I do want a coach with some form of identity again. Or get a footballing one, you know, pass, gonna, pass the fucking ball because Sam Allardyce does have one, but it's very nothing. Jesse Marsh has a philosophy. I didn't know a philosophy could be wrong, but his is. Yeah. Um. um but I want. Oh God! I'm. I, there was a, a like data viz going round on Twitter, and it was just. It was just basically showing just how shit leads are at passing the ball now. Like, 
to a man. Even the good ones at passing the ball are behind where our average players were two years ago. And you mm. just can't you can't have that. if you don't possess the ball in any way, you're not gonna win games. And it's so much tougher to defend if the opposition has always got the ball. I mean it's it's basic stuff and I've just they they they've ruined it now. I hope the cats sleep sleep and the dream about it when the dream I hope the cats sleep and the scream about it. Etc. Um shut up, Victor. I'm trying to talk. <laughs> Um, it's it's that thing of look. I, I as as a, as a an avid football manager player, I love a wonder kid, love a bit of a project. But you also need players who who know the division, who are who are at their peak. You you have to fill that middle ground of, of players who are good. You know, very good 26, 27 year olds who probably aren't going to get much better, but. They don't need to. And, you know, you look at this team of projects and hopefuls where it's... uh, From the last two seasons, you could go through them and then go, like, I quite like Brendan Aronson, but he needs to put two stone on. I quite like Mark Rocket, but he's not fast enough. I quite like like Junior Furpo, but he can't defend for shit. Um, He's very likeable with it, though. It, That's the it, other thing it, as well. We've signed all of it. It's because we've looked to the future. We've looked to the future. Look at our team on Sunday. Robles, ailing. Christensen, yeah, all right, he's young enough. Verbert was like the January emergency. Strauch, already here. He's been here for ages. McKenney, no. Cop, no. Forshaw, been injured for two years. Rodrigo, getting on a bit. Bamford, older and injured. Harrison has been here for five years, basically. Four years, is it? Five? No, five. Look, yeah. it's not like, oh, we've signed all these young players, we've thrown them all in the team and it hasn't worked. Like Southampton, as much as it didn't work, they signed all those young players with potential and played them. And they mm. weren't ready yet and they've got relegated. But they'll probably have nearly all of them next year. Nearly all of them next year. Yeah. And with a year of experience and a better coach, and it might get them back. Like, you know, the water of Lavia and Bella Kotchap will probably get bought by someone. But like we've we've brought them in, and because it hasn't worked to such an extent, they're all just not in the team anyway. Well, that's it. The, the just... only one, Christensen, is not on the team on merit. He is there because of numbers. He's also played centre back, which isn't his position. Yeah, the the only one that would be is Tyler Adams, and unfortunately, he is injured. He 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 has been in the last two years the quality signing. Um. Yeah, because obviously Rafinha was three ago. Yeah, they, they, I mean, what last year it was Furpo and James. That was it. Yeah, like there was there was under twenty. There was plenty of under twenty one signings, but it, those were the two. And again, we talk about the players that have been here for a while. Dan James was bought for twenty five million. The next season, he's out on loan. Yeah, you know that. The, the striker that we were I mean, all clamoring for game time got sent out on loan because fuck me, someone wouldn't give him some game time and when you were screaming at him, just go, lads, we've got one striker who keeps getting injured, one whose form is patchy at the best. Fucking play him. Yeah. So does that mean that over the last two years, the only like unequivocal that was a good signing? Adams, because he got injured, but he did do well. Nonto. And probably Verba, just about. Yeah. Like, like it's, you can't it's... do, you can't, and that, you know that whole, if you stand still in the Premier League, you're going backwards. If if you do that, yeah, going for, I mean, dropping from ninth to the relegation zone, sounds about right when you look back at that, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and look, some of, some of it is purely speculative. Look, Rafinha was... I I think if you'd have looked at Rafinha when we signed him, and if you'd have said within two years he's going to be having a, a storming season for Barcelona, mm. I, it might have been a push. Yeah, it's a lad who's having a good season in the French league. I'm you not know, saying... I, I will I will just say that the injuries. If I'm giving injuries a 
bit of a pass Sinistero as well. Yeah. Um, so you know, R- Rafinha was not a punt, but I don't think it. I don't think you could have called how successful he was going to be. But we sure. also we also signed two players who were, let's say, fringe players of the Spanish national team, and a centre back who's on the fringes of the German national team. I I don't think that's bad going for a first season. Yeah, the first summer signings when you look back at them, although they weren't perfect, they made a lot more sense than the ones that have followed. Like you then bought. He spent twenty five million on a player who Bielsa loved, which yeah. which I which I get. But in, instead of Victor Orta, it's now Bielsa who's decided I'm going to turn him into a striker when he's sort of a winger, but his end product's not great, and a failed left back at, at Barcelona. Yeah, well and, that was that was very that was a very old. Uh, Auto broken toys thing, wasn't it? Yeah, and then he, he put... watched. He watched the same thing I did. You know, I, he remembered. God, I remember him at Betis. He was really good. Yeah, and then and we signed. Got... Then we signed the captain of the US men's national team, who were a good team at this point. Very positive signing. Yeah, I do think as much <sighs> as this has been fucking awful, and there's so much blame to go around. The one bit that I think is just look. I do, I do genuinely think if Tyler Adams doesn't get that injury, that Leeds stay up. Mm. Just because there have been four really shit teams this season, four teams that deserve to go down. Maybe five with Forest, but they've just got enough points that I think fair enough. You've done enough. But, but again, who who's been the closest to stepping in to replace him? Oh no, Adam Adam Forshaw. Yeah, Forshaw's done okay, but and that and look, that and he shouldn't be. The next in line in the Premier League. I, I love that man, but he should not be the next in line. But who else is there? Yeah, um, Ali's mentioned a thing here that does it. Can I will mention it now because it relates to something I was going to say. You're on about Dan James now, saying I wonder if Dan James will be your very. He'll be good in the Championship for us. And Ali has asked us: Is there been any news over whether Dallas might be back next season? Uh, no official, but. Because he has been on the grass and stuff, you would think probably. I feel like he's one of the the sure bets to stay at least. Uh, so long as uh, well, provided we go down, yeah. Because if we stay up, the truth is he's had, he's just had a year and a bit out. He will not be at playing the Premier League, mm. at least not straight away. If he gets back playing, he may be able to work his way back to that. But um, but I just. I've not. I, I am very. And I watched a bit. I watched a bit of uh, England and Uruguay under twenties last night, and I was You're watching Daco J- Jaby going, going. How the fuck has he only played an hour in the Premier League or whatever it is? Why? Why is he there and, and not part of this team? Yeah, it was annoying seeing Matteo Joseph there because um, Bamford's injured, and by the sounds of it, <laughs> we sent a striker away. Yeah, by, by the sounds of it, they were saying, oh, we're going to give him every possible chance to get fit. But I don't think he will. He said Rodrigo has been training, so I think he'll probably play. But he's, he's there going, we have no forward options on the bench. Then Justin Joseph would have been would have been nice to have around. Was Sonny Perkins on the bench? Um, I don't think he was. Again, should, should we not have taken him? Yeah. I mean, I suppose forward-wise on the bench, we had Somerville. No, nah, nah, mate, Nutter. we had not. We had Somerville, Nonto, and this tall lad, who just—he's like the mascot, I think. <laughs> oh, I've heard my—I've heard my fair share of bollocks from Leeds United managers. That it, it's right up there. Is that one? It was. It was such a honestly. It was such a twatty thing to say. I can't. Believe it was. It was just being a dick. That's all. Like, there was no way around it. It was. Just, it was just needlessly being an asshole. <laughs> so we don't want Big Sam next year now. You know if, you know we could beat Tottenham nine nil on the last day, and stay up. And I still wouldn't want Big Sam next year. No. Of course you don't. The the only thing with this that I was thinking of, like, 
why didn't we just get him when we sacked Marsh? It would have made more sense. Like, as much as as much as we didn't want him, it would have made more sense to do it then than with four games left. Or I'll really stump up the cash and go for Benitez and just go for broke yeah. and just think, fuck it. I'd... Uh... Or, you know, do it a few weeks earlier and get Sean Dyche. Or do it at the World Cup break when every fucking Leeds fan in the world said you should. Even the ones that liked Marsh were going, but if you're going to sack him, you do it now. <laughs> just which just the shit the fucking lack of organization just the lack of anything it, we've just i'd love to say we've run ourselves into the ground but the truth is we've been run into the ground because <laughs> we didn't do it no and as much as the players do deserve some shit because they haven't been good enough and a lot of those players are better than they've shown us and that's on them to an extent if you i just think they've been coached terribly but for a season, like probably a season and a half. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll, I'll even be nice to it and include like the last bit, you know, where it really fell apart under Bielsa at the end. Hmm. Basically, that onwards, I don't think they've been coached well at a single point. No. <laughs> There's a lot of sighing going on in this stream today. <laughs> yep, Christine, you are right. She does go on to say understandably, but she's like, I don't have anything productive to say. I just don't. I'm fucking uh, done with it, and I'm angry. I wasn't angry before I started. I was sad before we started, and now I'm angry again. Yeah, because now you've had to reason it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so the important question, I suppose, is who do you want to win the League One playoff final? Are you looking forward to playing Barnsley or Chef Wednesday more next season? Um, <laughs> God, I don't care to some to such an extent. It's unbelievable how much I don't care. Um, I think that Barnsley have still got like Liam Kitchen and Clark Adore and people like that, haven't they? I think they've got those two. I think Alpha Halmer went back to. Yeah, they've got a couple Finland? of kids that were. They've got a couple of kids that were at Leeds. Chef Wednesday ain't got any. I don't particularly care about either. What are you though. talking about? Barry Bannon's there. I said kids. <laughs> he was a kid back then. We were all kids in 2010, Jack. Um, sorry, 2011. Yeah. Uh, our record at Hillsborough is better than our record at Oakwell, isn't it? I imagine they're both fairly sketchy. They're both bad, but we always lose away at Barnsley. <laughs> Uh, no, um, it, I think it's probably marginally funnier if Chef Wednesday don't go up. After, after coming back from a 4-0 playoff first leg defeat and getting through it, to then not win the final would be pretty funny. So I guess I'd rather Barnsley went up. Um, yeah. <sighs> are we gonna are we are we gonna preview the Spurs game? We are. I don't know why. Okay. Um, their team, they, they're really not very good. Like, they've really been consistently poor. Like, I mean, just, just glancing at I've got, like, the last six here, they beat Palace 1-0. But they've got beat 6-1 by Tottenham, Drew Wiscombe, uh, got beat by Liverpool, lost, lost at Villa, and then got beat 3-1 by, at home by Brentford. Like I genuinely do think that they won't want to be in that conference league next year. So long term good for them is probably losing this game. Um, yeah, they are also tenth in the in the away table, having won five, lost, uh, drawn four, lost ten. Yeah, no, sorry, not... sorry, apologies. That was Chelsea. Uh, won five, drawn five, lost eight. Yeah, they're just you know they're just not a very good side this year. But they're a damn sight better than us. Despite uh, the, the, the squad they have amassed. You look at it now and just like, the midfield hasn't been good all season. They've been poor at the back. Forward line's still really good. Although Son has not been what he was this season. No. He's still been fine, but he was unbelievable last season. Kane is still Harry Kane, so he's going to score. I've made him captain in my family's team because I'm a pessimist. Uh, I like Kulisevsky, so if he's fit, Kulisevsky versus whichever left-back we pick is going to be dangerous. 
Um, I wonder if I might throw with Charlison in for this. Uh, do you think that Harry Kane might be massively up for this because it might be his last game for Spurs? Oh, Christ, I hope not. I really hope he's thinking, you know what? I best not get injured because I, I want to be fit for the first day of the season playing for Man United next year. Yeah. Oh, God, I, I wish that weren't true, but I can't see him going anywhere else. Nah. <laughs> so, speaking, of, speaking of which, Premier League match in Oslo. Oh, yeah. We should probably mention that. Yeah, uh, when Leeds, <laughs> Leeds announcing a friendly in Oslo against Manchester United, I thought that sounded like fun for a second. Then I thought, well, it is like 10 quid a pint or something in Oslo, so I'm probably not going to bother. I'm a, I probably won't have the money for it. I will just have a look, though. How much is a ticket? 1,075. What's that? Oh, it's 80 pounds. Yep. I'll tell and you that's... what, but to be fair, though, that's only, that's only like two hours wages in... You know, over there. So, yeah, such is the standard of living. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what are we going to that? Can they announce like another one in? Can we, can we play a like Vizsla Krakow or something? At Loughborough. No, in Krakow. Like, <laughs> fl- flights out there are like 30 quid and you can get accommodation for 20. I'll do that. <laughs> um, so, Lee, what do you think? I mean, I'm I'm going to work under the assumption Bamford isn't fit. Uh, Furpo will be back available again. Do you think he'll come back in? Yes, because we got worse without him in the team, hmm. which is a big take, I know. But uh, I'm purely taking the fact that we were playing a worse team than we played the game prior and we, and we performed were defensively much worse. Much worse. <laughs> Ergo, Junior Furpo has been the one holding it together. So, Robles, Ailing, Christensen, Verba, Furpo? Yeah. Um, it does not matter. No, he'll stick with Cock in middle of midfield. McKenny will have to start because who else is going to take the long throws? And that is a big consideration. I think Greenwood might come back in for Forshaw, and yeah. Forshaw maybe comes on at half time again if it's needed. Yeah. And then <laughs> Harrison and Nonto either, Harrison and Nonto either side of Rodrigo. Yeah. My question is, if Rodrigo isn't fit, which he might not be, we'll play? have to forfeit. Like, clearly, we can't <laughs> play the game. We don't have any strikers. <laughs> it's like I, I went home as coaching the football team. It's like, well, <laughs> uh, Bart's injured. Like, no, Nelson's right there. No, I'll have to forfeit. No. <laughs> can't can't play without Bart. Like, in this case, it's we can't play with Ruta. Yeah. Oh, come on. Not yeah. Ruta is the heart and soul of this team. Here, Liam, take, take this note to the referee. Um, He's going to do it on at, at the game. Yeah. We'll all be there. Oh, Christ. I'll, I'll... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's that front three. Um, and if, if Rodrigo goes out, probably Somerville comes in and Nonto goes in middle. Oh, I tell I tell you what, size wise, it's a very small front line, is that? Yeah. When height wise, Jack Jack Harrison's doing the heavy lifting. So what I'm hearing is centre forward Jeremiah Mullen. I, I mean, based on the evidence I've seen in person, he is the ideal candidate. He is the only other one we've seen score screen with a volley recently who isn't Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah. Um. And no strikers on the bench, obviously. Yeah, again, not that it'll matter, but is there anything that you would... Is there any, like, changes you would make, personally? I don't think so. I don't, it ultimately doesn't matter. Um, maybe keep... Maybe have Strauch in for the height. I don't know. And, and But... 
yeah, green Greenwood is probably the only change I'd make. Yeah, I'm looking at it and there is part of me just out of spite would like him to start routine this game. <laughs> just like... Can we if he does though, how angry? Oh, I'll be even more pissed off at what he said after the West Ham game if he suddenly throws him in now. It's, it's the fact that he'll he'll actually look up at you in the stand up <laughs> and wink at you as well. Yeah. <laughs> um I might just put oh, uh remind me to message Owen. Uh, <laughs> right, um, yeah, I how, would. How do you, by the way, how I suppose, how do you think it's going to be at the end of the game? I think it's not even going to be the end if it goes the weird way I think it's going to go, which is we win and go down. I think it'll be relatively subdued and polite. If we go behind in this game, I think it'll turn and I think it'll turn pretty quickly. And not in a, I don't think it's going to be a proper shouting at the players thing. I might, I think it might be like a show of defiance. It wouldn't shock me if we go one nil down and then you hear fifteen minutes of Marcelo Bielsa. Is there a pitch invasion during during playing time? I wouldn't say pitch invasion. You might get a pitch invader. I think you might get one or two, but it won't be. Was it Ipswich that game? Yeah. In, I, I don't think you'll get that. I, and, I, and I suppose my last question on this is, is Rad's there? No, not even, no. <laughs> no, no chance. This is Angus Kinnear and two empty seats. Well, Ang- Angus Kinnear's not going to be there. He'll be, oh. he'll have been at Luton's playoff final. He'll be off down there. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be off down at Luton's playoff final. It, there will be, no that director's area, there will be, some like there might be some players' family up there, up like that. They'll be, none of them will be there. Parag Marate, maybe. If, if they're buying us, yeah, he might be the one that fronts up. He might be the one that fronts up and goes, "Look, we're still planning on buying this club." So yeah, I had to be here to ask to answer any questions. I kind of want him to jump up on his seat and start with and start with the Marcelo Bielsa chance to really incite something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm buying it off these fuckers. Let's do this. Uh, but by the, the way, uh, the thing is, you know, if if the miracle does happen, if the miracle does happen, we do it. I will be so happy and I'll have the massive celebrations for about an hour, and then I think I'm just going to be angry again. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going Leeds to win three one with the one being the the goal that means we we can't stay up on goal difference. Thanks. <laughs> Three <laughs> one win. It's really petty. Uh I am gonna say I actually think that the news is gonna trickle through that Everton are two 0 up after four minutes. <laughs> and that we know that it's just fucked. And it's gonna be nil-nil with nothing happening for like 75 minutes. And then Harry Kane's gonna score. <laughs> and we're gonna lose one nil. It's just going to be awful and poisonous and horrible. And I know so, someone's going to do the dramatic throw the season ticket at someone, even though it's on the phone. <laughs> and it's the last game. So there's no point. <laughs> someone launching an old iPhone. Uh, bollocks <laughs> the contract's up anyway. Yeah. Um, and as for. My bet, I am going to. Tr- I'm going to try and pick. As always, I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go for something big. And go with something just ridiculously out there. Um. So I've. I've. A thousand to one, Jorginho Ruta to score. <laughs> <laughs> to play, mate. To play. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go for this. Uh. Nonto to score, Leeds win, both teams to score, McKenny carded, 33 to 1. Uh, this will it will do me nothing either way, but uh, I, I'm going to, in hope, 
put a double on uh, Leicester and Everton to get relegated. And that is uh, 3.8 to 1. Um, I will find you the real price for that. Because <laughs> it's 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 bigger than that. <laughs> like, yeah, I can look just maths wise. Oh, screw you, Paddy Power. Then I got Everton and Leicester go down, which is just leads to stay up, right? Yeah. Well, leads to stay up. I mean, I'm fairly sure we're one to thirty-three to get relegated. I've I've got also on Paddy Power leads to stay up ten to one. Yeah, that's the same bet. I'll go with that then. Yeah, uh, there probably is a bigger one out there, but ten to one is a bit more reasonable. Um, but yeah, so Casey, from how you felt fifty minutes ago to now, do you have any more hope? Oh no! Oh no! No no! No, oh, no, I could, I could quite happily burn something down now. Well, I'm quite hot, but I think that's because I've closed the windows. Yeah, I um, yeah, I have no hope, no optimism, no nothing now. The weird thing is, once this is all confirmed and we're down, I will then find optimism. I will then sit there going, no, in Championship, Sonny Perkins is good and JB and we'll get Gellart back and we should, provided we can talk him into staying, we can keep Cody Drama. How have we ended up in a position where we haven't to talk him into staying? That's still one, oh, that's still one of the worst bits of mismanagement we've done. Yeah. The, the, the talk, he... We're there talking about Ailing and how he shouldn't be in the team anymore. Maybe, maybe Drama isn't going to be the right player. But it'd be nice if we knew, wouldn't it? Yeah, you, you can't tell me he wouldn't have been a good second choice, at least, and yeah. come off the bench sometimes. Yeah, um, but we'll we'll find a way to, you know, start talking up Leo Hielder and feeling better about things. Um, but as for now... Lewis Bates is fucking great. He's the best man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that will do us for episode 218. Probably our last podcast in the Premier League. I was going to say, it will do us for the season, will this, I imagine? Uh, well, there'll be there'll be one after. The post-mortem. There'll be one after. Because we haven't happened. spoken about why this has happened enough. Uh, yeah, and then there'll probably be a break. And then the format might change slightly because StreamYard's put the prices up. So... <laughs> uh, bastards. So the way we do this may change slightly, but it's easy enough to sort. But yeah, anyone out there who isn't an atheist like myself, pray to whatever being you believe in. Hope for a miracle, because we're going to fucking need one. Save us flying spaghetti monster. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that will do us. I've been Jack, see you. I've been Casey, I'll see you on the other side.